Hi, everybody, and welcome to John Hennigan's Old Time Radio Show. So glad you could join us. It's going to be really terrific. We've got some really wacky, zany old records for you tonight. Boy, oh boy. It's, it's going to be a swell time. <laughs> All right, this is John Hennigan. You're listening to John's Old Time Radio Show. We got our special guests here, Mr. Don Kent, legendary blues collector, a longtime Yazoo record employee, Mamlish, uh, country turtle and flying crow owner, proprietor, uh, manager, producer, and the uh, always charming, lovely, and witty Eden Brower. What's up, people? Where's my credentials? Your credentials. I just gave them to you. Long intro. Lovely, be- beautiful, That's pretty. It? I'd almost superficial. I'd superficial. almost swap. You're super. <laughs> 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 the lovely, beautiful Don Cam <laughs> <laughs> and Eden, founder of Mamlish Records. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, tonight we're going to be giving a, a cursory look at the career of Lucille Bogan, mm-hmm. one of my favorite female singers. What do you think of Lucille Ball? All right, Bogan? all right, all right. You uh, like Lucille Ball? I right? love her. Uh, Tricks ain't walking no more. Her. One yeah. of her favorites. Well, I like her. I think at times she approaches like um, really great singers like Hattie Hart. Yeah. She has a great voice. Um, she has been, I, I wouldn't say she's ill served, but she did a lot of her more common records on ARC are sometimes a little repetitious. They're not, they're good records, they're not special. You think that's just partly because, you know, like a lot of people, she was over-recorded, and they get to a point where they just don't have the repertoire. They're no, I think the repertoire was probably endless. <laughs> or well, it, you know, endless, but I mean, everybody has their X amount of songs great that are songs, really their yeah. showpieces, yeah. and then like another 200 that they know, but, you know. Well, I think part of it was like that she, there was a great reliance on Walter Rowland, who sometimes furnished superb accompaniment, and sometimes just sort of like did his regular thing. I mean, right. he would almost, it's not quite like Petey Wheatstraw, who on his own records had a, like a, a formula, but some of the Roland records are, are really good and some of them are less good. And with different accompaniments, she comes across a little bit as a different, different type of singer. And of course, the material does have a lot to do with it also. All right. So we're going to start off with her from a record from her first session, which uh, gives some a kind of she's kind of boisterous on this. It's a regular blues, but it has something very special in the break. Okay, what year this is this? Her this first session, twenty-three or four. Let me. I'd ha- I need the book. I think it's probably twenty-four. I get the book once I spin okay. it. Okay. The book. It's like the Bible. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I can't remember everything that I used to know. <laughs> this is Lonesome Daddy Blues.
Now, I'm sure everybody recognizes the break as Cow Cow Blues. Yeah, Two yeah. years before Cow Cow Davenport recorded it. More than two years. That leads me to believe, which I kind of thought, that it was like an old Barrel House yeah, favorite. Yeah, older tune. Yeah, that was... And who was that on piano there? Henry Callens. The huh. only records he ever did were on this session. Huh. I liked it. It sounded good. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, and yeah. He got, she got a little more... Uh, what can I say? Uh, became a little more sophisticated in singing. Yeah. I think. Here. She sounds so young in that. She was like, like in a her little girl. She she was like in her early twenties. She was born 1899 in Amory, Mississippi, and at some point she moved to Birmingham, where she lived most of her life until she moved to California in 1948 and then died. 1889. Yeah. It's almost as old as Joan. Almost. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> So now we got uh, <laughs> Sweet Petunia. Yeah, that's that's a famous piano piece of which there are several versions. Um, mostly done by Mississippi, Alabama artists. Yeah, that's funny because uh, I love this tune, but uh, I only know Curly Weaver, Blind Blake. The piano version is better, huh. I think. Uh, and, and, this and this is Alex Cheney on piano? Yeah, he's a pretty good pianist. He didn't do, do too many records. Um, she recorded after those OK sessions, she recorded for Paramount, all of which are extremely rare. Huh. I only have one out of like six, five. Yeah, I don't six. think I've ever seen one. No, they don't turn up very often. They never huh. have. Don't know why. All right, let's check it out.
turn-of-the-century barrel house song or uh, early barrel house song because uh they're they changed the sweet patootie sweet patootie but patootie. i think it was yeah, around everybody because says it different but it's sweet yeah. petunia right sweet petunia right yeah. i and never knew that i never heard a woman sing that and well i the other versions <coughs> are all by men also yeah but That's i think it's cool. like it's weird when a woman sings it because i always think of the petunia as being the Genitals, yeah. yeah, the female genitals. Yeah, well, that's what, what? The, flower, the flowering yeah. female genitals. That's some Georgia O'Keeffe shit. <laughs> yeah, well, it probably is. Just it doesn't matter, but, but it's it does. In, it's in um, your psyche. <laughs> what, what I what I'd like to say about this that that that's she does a very seductive version of it, and one of the things about Bogan is that she did a lot of songs referring to prostitution. Yes, she right. did. She was. A, I think of her as a dirty, dirty singer. Was she a prostitute? Nobody knows. Right. Uh, I'm, you know, but she certainly was aware of the life and referred to it often. Yeah. Anyway, now, after the Paramounts, which that's the only one I have, she hit her stride with the Brunswick's, and her yeah. first Brunswick's are just absolutely smashing. Which one is this? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, all right, we'll do this one first. It's Pothound, and it has Davenport. Oh boy. And Tampa Red. And Tampa Red, oh as an wow. accompanist, is just super. Yeah, some of my favorite Tampa Red is when he's an accompanist. Yeah. I think he's 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 more focused. I really think that's it. I mean, well, That's probably true. I know, like, when I'm not singing, I, I play, I can concentrate more. And, um, you, you know, know you're uh, just backing someone up and just filling in. That, that's yeah. my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Potham Blues. Yeah. Uh at least when Colorado legalized marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for your shoe and bean. 
got more noise than any pot hound I've ever seen. Now you take your money, you have your fun. You don't have nothing when Halcrin come and I'm through cooking your stew and beans. And you can eat more nake bones than any man I've ever seen. Now if you want me, baby, you got to make your push your down. If you want me, baby, make your push your down. And you got to put your money down where I got mine. Now you're laying up in my bed between my two white sheets. I can't see and smell nothing but your doggone feet. And I'm through. Trying to make a man of you And if you can't bring a job Don't you look for your daily stew I worked hard from Monday Until late Saturday night And you's a dirty mistreater You ain't treating me right And I'm through Cooking your stew and A dirty pot hound, dirty in any man I see. That was nice. That's nice, yeah. Now, in this case, uh, I think the, the pot hound was a guy looking for food, right? Yeah, yeah but it. But it sounds better to say he was looking for some weed. Well, it does if you're a weed <laughs> fanatic. Now, might as well get it. There'll be other references, but we might as well get into. Her first version of Tricks Ain't Walking No More. Okay. Uh, it was called They Ain't Walking No More. Right, that's the one I have, yeah. Oh, you got it? Yeah, it's great. Okay, yeah, it's great. And then she did it like about six months later as Tricks Ain't Walking No More. Yes, yeah, I've seen that one oh, turn yeah. up too, but I have They Ain't Walking No yeah, More. Yeah, that's what I got. Is, it, is yours better shape than mine? Nope. <laughs> okay. About um, the same, but yours looks a little better. Uh, hmm. Quick, John, switch it up. Upgrade, upgrade. First of all, you're talking about my pal, my buddy Don Kent, is number one. Number two. No more podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> <laughs> my we won't need the podcast. We have all your records here. <laughs> my karma is way better than that, man. Yeah. Yeah, I got to live life. Yeah. You know. Well, it's like Pat Conte used to say to me, let's go over to Frank Mary's, beat him up, and take all his records. Well, Pat Conte, <laughs> I would not take my eye off him for a second if <laughs> I handed him a record. <laughs> And I love the guy, but I love the guy. I'm fucking I, watching him. No, Pat, if you're listening. In fact, I'm I'm gonna watch out for him just in case he sneaks in right now and tries to grab some records. No, I'm trying. Be Pat. great if he did. That's just through the fire escape. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, th- this is her first record, and it had an effect in the sense that other people did it, but they just borrowed the refrain and you, as a ragtime song, which it may have already been. But it also might have been a, a much more uh, profane song. Uh, Memphis Minnie did a great version of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but Curly Weaver and Buddy Moss both did a trick saying "Walking No More." Yeah, yeah. And they they filled it with sort of like, you know, kind of like off-color couplets. 
right, know, right. Or, or a double entendre couplet. But this is this is straight to the point. Yeah, let's this, see is, that. this is the one I know. This must be yeah. the one I know. Yeah, they ain't walking no more. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down. I can't make my living around this town. Cause tricks ain't walking, tricks ain't walking no more. I said tricks ain't walking, tricks ain't walking no more. And I've got to make my living, don't care where I go. I need shoes on my feet, clothes on my back. I get tired of walking these streets all dressed in black. But tricks ain't walking, tricks ain't walking no more. I said tricks ain't walking, tricks ain't walking no more. And I see four, five. Standing in front of my door Please have mercy Bad luck on my lease Four or five good tricks Is all the money I need But tricks ain't walking Tricks ain't walking no more Tricks ain't walking Tricks ain't walking no more Don't care where I go I got a store on the corner Selling stuff cheap I got a market across the street Where I sell my meat But tricks ain't walking Tricks ain't walking no more I said tricks ain't walking Tricks ain't walking no more and I can't get a break don't care where I go this way of living so is hard ducking and dodging the Cadillac squad but tricks ain't walking tricks ain't walking no more Follow me to my door. Now that for me has got to be considered in you know the top blues, female blues vocals of all time. Oh, it's 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 up there. It's all, I, I don't think it's her best record. It's one of her best performances, but I think her best vocal is yet to come because it's a little more free, free flowing. Uh, That's good news for us. Yeah. I don't know if I know that. I know like that song, of course, and I don't know like that much of her stuff or well, the more obscure stuff. Yeah. This is all obscure. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that was obscure. No, it wasn't obscure. That was a big seller in 1930. Yeah. For 1930, 
Uh, yeah, break it up a little song, bit. It's not. It's not like her records are just flowing out of the rivers, though. Well, you know what I, I mean. No, she made a lot of records, but the, you know. The, I don't know what's obscure and what's not because John plays stuff and I'm like, oh, everyone knows that song. Yeah. And then I'm like, then but I realize, again, no. like you know, Tricks Ain't Walking was like reissued, so yeah. in your mind it's like. Yeah, that's on like uh, I can't be satisfied or something. One of those. Yeah. It's like Don said. There, there was a Yazoo devoted direct, uh, specifically to her. Oh, uh, and roll to Roland. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. Oh, I, I could be wrong. Be no, I might be wrong. I'm not sure that was on there. Uh, I think the. I think where you know it from originally is one of those uh, copulating comps or one of those yeah. something like that. Copulating comps. <laughs> yeah, no, the Smash put out these all these you know uh, hot nuts and copulating yeah. the blues. Oh yeah, I'm a copulating. Yeah, they put out a bunch of you know like all the double nuts? entendre and hot quote nuts? trite pornographic ditties unquote. Yeah, shave them dry. Shave them dry as well. Oh, they, you, you know the shave, the dirty shave and dry. Yeah. I don't have it, but yeah. You oh, I got I was going to play the issued one and then the uh, unexpurgated one. Oh, cool. You want to do that? Yeah. All right, Wait, we'll is that Lucille Bowman? It certainly is. Oh. The super dirty one. Oh, of course. And she did, she Where did the crabs it. walk out like people. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I got nipples she's on like Yeah, titties. the nipples on the I love <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's great. Right, it's so good. It's so dirty, but it's so cute, too. And she's like giggling. It's hilarious. Yeah, I know. It's see, I forgot that was her. See, that, that's, that's a wonderful pornographic ditty. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Oh, and uh, who, who was that again on piano on the, the tricks? Uh, that was uh, Charles Avery, who was, was a great Chicago man. piano oh, player who who did a few sessions. He accompanied Lil Johnson on her greatest record, House, uh, House Rent Stomp. Huh. Uh, he did one solo piece, and uh, he did the Bogan stuff, and that may be it. I don't know. I'll have to take a look. But he didn't do too many records, unfortunately, And but he's... So All good. the jazz collectors really got uh, picked up on the, uh, the, yeah, Fred Nicholson and maybe one or two other people. But all the jazz collectors got the Paramount Dearborn Street breakdown and they left all the accompaniments. Oh. <laughs> all right, we have something different here. Okay, What's so this, this? is uh, Hate That Train Called the Emino. Yeah, you know this? I know the tune. I don't know this version. Though. All right, well. Yeah, I know this. Song. You'll love the called the M&O after you play this. Okay. I hate that train that they all call the M&O. I hate that train Thank you. 
deep down in my heart Ain't nothing but a lover's ruin I was sorry I was sorry, sorry to my heart I was sorry I was sorry Need that record. That was good. That's one of two records she did with uh, Walter Rowland, guitar, and Bob Campbell. There were two records with two guitar duets. Well, that's Bob Campbell on guitar. But he's the lead guitar, I'm pretty sure, because it sounds like his yeah. touch and his selection of notes. Wow. And besides, the other one has Walter Rowland on lead, and it's much different. And guitar I think was good. Pop, that was great. It was nice. It was, that was nice. Great, record. great record. All right, let's shave and dry. First, we'll hear the, the we'll hear the ex the issued version, which is you know kind of coy, and and then we'll have the. We used kid. to do this song. Yeah, we did. A long time ago, right? There's one thing I don't understand. women you better put on the walk cause I'm gonna get drunk and do my dirty talk the monkey and the baboon playing in the grass and the monkey got mad and whooped yes 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 talking about shave mama's gonna shave them dry and if you don't know mama's gonna learn you how Noah Elephant, he's big and stout. He would be all right if it won't for his mouth. Talking about shape, mama's gonna shave him dry. And if you don't know, I'm gonna learn you how.
if you meet your man and he tell you a lie, just pull out your razor and shave him dry. Talking about shave him, mama's gonna shave him dry. Cause I don't want no man to tell me no dirty lie. Nice. That was really good accompaniment by Roland. Much much better than the average. Yes, yeah, super he, he hot. He felt inspired. He probably played that fairly frequently. Well, that was, yeah. What, good? What? That, that meaning of shave and dry was like different. Than, than what? What do you what think do you it mean? meant? I can't say I'm on the radio. No, it meant that you <laughs> just exhausted, you exhausted you somebody. You shaved and dried to, to the extent But she was talking be. about slitting someone's throat. Oh, right? well, you know, she was a tough baby. Here. Now we're going to hear the unexpurgated version. Is this the only copy of this? No, there's actually about, there's, I think there might be two or three. There certainly weren't a lot. This is the one that is That's on the infamous. <laughs> yes. People hear this stuff and they're like, I didn't know there was dirty songs in the 20s. Like, like well, people hear like, oh, warm my wiener. And they're like, oh, that, that means something different. It's just a coincidence. I'm like, what? Are you kidding? <laughs> no, actually, I think this is more likely, you were more likely to hear this in a black club or in a barrel house, yeah. then you were to hear the other one. And oh, I'm of course. sure there were others. I'm sure Sweet I mean, they Petunia. Were sen- they censored themselves or were told to be censored well, in the recordings. I'm sure they were smart enough to censor they, themselves. They knew they couldn't get away with saying titties and fuck and. Of course, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're at a, a recording session with, you know, uptown white people. But sometimes, sometimes they got away with it. Like Joe McCoy on Preacher's Blues says, uh, he will eat your chicken, he will eat your pie. He will eat your wife out on the sly. Now, <laughs> I don't think that's open to interpretation. No. <laughs> no, but that's a line you could easily get by him. You know. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. not. There's nothing. You know, yeah, yeah. none of the forbidden words at the time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I was. Titties or titties. Yeah, Period. Yeah. Titties or titties. titties. You, you know, can't. one of the great things <laughs> that I don't know titties <laughs> that I don't know if is intentional or not. What's that? Drywell blues. Drywell blues by Sun by, by Charlie, Charlie Patton. Patton. Yeah. You know this. In the second verse, he, he sort of doesn't, like an ellipse, he says, they tell me the country, Lord, will make you cry. Right. And he says, blue, la country, Lord, it'll... Oh, he says, actually, he says, blue, la country, Lord, it will make you cry. Huh. And that's the next to the last verse, I think. Huh. But he also does it earlier, just like set up the, the fact that he's... And I, I'm... I, don't know, you know, I could never believe, you know, I could never tell whether that was done intentionally so he could say that, yeah. or if it's just that's the way it worked out. It's probably intentional, it's right? Probably I mean, intentional, I, probably intentional. I, I mean, you could just imagine what these guys were like when they were playing at parties, oh, yeah, getting hammered yeah. in barrel houses. I yeah, mean, I'm sure like... Uh, what were they going to say, like, uh, you know, well, you know, she was a nice lady and she dressed very... Oh, I would hope so. Well, yeah. you know, I'm sure Sweet Petunia w- was was dirty too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because I'm sure, most of them. Were. Yeah. Well, um, a lot of them were probably rougher than we've heard, but that's what we, I mean. Not yeah, that they were okay. all just like yeah. you know. All right, let's hear this. Okay, let's it, hear this. This, this, is, this is And now I should tell everyone if you have you know young people in the room, now's the time to get <laughs> rid of them. Leave, yes. Yeah, ask or you could leave. just you know let them. Actually, what you should do is ask them to leave, and they'll probably go in the other room, put on their video games, and pull out machine guns, and start ask killing like millions of people. Ask them to leave and never people. come back. Just kick <laughs> them out. Kick them out. Now's the time. Right? 
Yeah. No, nobody wants to comment on that. Yeah, I know violence is acceptable. Sex is not. That's what I was getting at. Thank you, dog. God, I I don't understand. It's almost like I'm doing this podcast by myself over here. I thought you were just trying to get rid of some kids. I gotta leave the room and keep going. Go out the door. Goodbye. Let's play the record. Don (laughs) wants to play the record. He's had it with us. Play it. I got nipples on my titties, big as the end of my thumb. I got something between my legs I'll make a dead man come out. Baby, won't you shave them dry? No, no, no. Want you to grind me, baby. Grind me until I cry. Say, I fucked all night and all the night before, baby. And I feel just like I want to fuck some more. Great God, Daddy, grind me, honey, shave me dry. And when you hear me holler, baby, I want you to shave me dry. I got nipples on my titty, big in my thumb. Daddy, you say that's the kind of woman you want, and you can make them come. Oh, Daddy, shave me dry. And I'll give you something, baby, where it'll make you cry. I'm going to turn back my mattress and let you oil my springs. I want you to find me, Daddy, till the bell do ring all day. want you to shave and dry. Oh, great God, Daddy, if you can't shave them, baby, won't you try? Now, fucking was a thing that would take me to heaven. I'd be fucking in the studio till the clock strikes eleven. All day, daddy shave and dry. I'd fuck you, baby, honey. I'd make you cry. Now your nuts hang down like a damn bell clapper, and your dick stands up like a steeple. Your goddamn asshole stand open like a church door, and the crowd walks in like people. Ow! Shit! Shut up! Woo! Baby won't shave them dry. A big sow gets fat from eating corn, and a pig gets fat from sucking. Read you see this horror? Fat like I am, great God, I got fat and fuck. Shame on My back is made of whalebone, and my cock is made of brass. And my fucking is made for working me in two dollars. Red garden round to kiss my ass. Oh, Ooh, daddy, shave him right. Well, I don't know what she meant. That's great. What is the meaning she of that song? She certainly wasn't shy, was she? <laughs> the crabs walk it like people. Oh, so good. I think so that's what, just the beginning of what things so, were like. So who recorded that? And this like is recorded what? right after 
she did the original shave. She did the shave and dry that was issued, and she did this just to, I don't know, maybe just to show them what it was, you know. Yeah. What it, what yeah, it really sounded like. Yeah. So good. So that's, that's great. Now, did I ever play you my uh, Christopher Columbus? Yeah, I think you did the dirty, yeah. dirty that dirty record. Okay, so we're getting uh, we're getting close to the end then. Okay, we just three more records, and then unfortunately we'll have there are a lot more records that are refer to you know prostitution. Like you said, you can you know screw me for two dollars. <laughs> What's okay. Uh, I think go on. What song was it? I was trying to learn on guitar. That was what the hell were we doing? That was about that was about prostitution. I don't know. That's an interesting uh, thing to add Is to the show. Is that table? Yeah. <laughs> okay, people. <laughs> what was I? What, what was I going to eat for lunch tomorrow? No, we were just doing the song on guitar, and I can't remember what the hell was. I it? don't know what you're talking about. God damn it! This is a uh, payroll blues. Yes. And who's accompanying uh, her here? This is Davenport and Camp again. Mm. From that session. Can't get no better than that. Selling no. my pork chops. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that's, a good, that's Memphis yeah. Mini. That's yeah. what I was talking about. We were just playing that on guitar, just as in four months ago. Yeah, as in like a year ago. <laughs> that's <laughs> Okay, anyways, um, <clears throat> back to the show. Uh, why don't I have all these records? <laughs> because you, you went around 40 years ago to buy records. Yeah. That's one reason. That is one of the reasons. That's an interesting yeah. thing to add to yeah, the show. You Why don't I have all these records? When, when I had to take all of Bar Bernie Clasco's rejects, of which that was one. Really? Wow. Yeah. He was he was too busy buying, you know, Cannon and Woods and uh, Kid Bailey and other things. Right. Yeah. So he what did he was buying the $50. What did this set you back? It doesn't say in here. Uh, probably $2, $3? No, no. Bob Altshow. Bob Altshow. So it was probably... Fifteen dollars in nineteen sixty-six. That's a lot for nineteen sixty-six. Yeah, that was a lot. It was more, but they were file copies. You know, you couldn't yeah. get better ones. No shit. So uh, I bought them. I mean, in nineteen sixty-six, what were you pulling in a week? Uh, let's see. I was pulling in um, when I was working. I was pulling, let's see, a dollar and a half. If I was if I was not in school, I was pulling down like. Fifty, fifty dollars, sixty dollars a week before taxes. Before taxes. Before taxes. So that's like a quarter of your paycheck. No, 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 no. That's like a third of your paycheck. Yeah, pretty much. Well, more like close to closer to a quarter. But on the other hand, I had gotten a fifteen hundred dollar inheritance from my grandfather. Bought a lot of records with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. From John Sadowski, Kester, Altshuler. What I didn't spend on my taking my girlfriend to a hotel. <laughs> in Chicago for a week before she went to France. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Must have been good times. It was good times. I know yeah. what you guys were doing at night, but during the day, were you looking for Daddy Stovepipe and uh, No, we were, we were going to the Art Institute and stuff like that, walking down. Shaving them dry. We shaved them dry. <laughs> did you go down Maxwell Street? I think we did go down to Maxwell Street. Not that time, but earlier. All right, back to back to the, the show now. What was this called again? This is called Payroll. Payroll. Payroll Blues. Okay. The other one is a new way of getting down. Payday 
the seven hit it on the yellow dough. And I want to meet that payroll and try to make a water hole. Men's out on the seven, they make dollars by the stack. Out on the seven, they make dollars by the stack. And I have money in my stocking when that payroll train gets back. I'm leaving here broken. I Obviously, uh, a prostitute singing, or yeah. you know, the role of a prostitute. Yeah. And uh, the other one is New Way Blues about a new way of loving, which is also sounds like a prostitute song. But we'll save that for some other day. We Beautiful choir. It's just great singing, man. It's like a mosquito man. in here. Great or something. Her voice is great. Yeah, oh, yeah. she's got a great it's voice, so especially great. when it's in the in the we coffee grinder that Jaber Coleman did. She did much oh, really? earlier. Yeah. That's the other side of one of the Brunswick's we play. Oh. Now, this is, I think, her masterpiece. I mean, she does a lot of great records, but this this is her best. Check check the needle, because that's a Jeanette with not a good, terribly good surface. It says Bertha Ross on it, but it's absolutely Lucille Bogan. Okay, really? and when you're saying check the needle, you think I should go smaller? I don't, yeah, maybe. Well, Let's give it a test. <laughs> Mr. Ray, 
It's not quite how long, but it, 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 the way she sings it, it's like probably something... It is exactly how long. It, it is how long. Is that 8-bar blues and E? Oh, it's an 8-bar blues and E. How long, how long has that even sung been gone? How long, how long? Tell me how long. Are you going to uh. fight? Oh, I, no, I'm not going to fight. Well, no, but I, I'm the just way saying she sings that... It's great. I, I mean, but the, the feel of it is... It is much older. ...is incredible. The, the piano feel is the best I've ever heard on that, on that tune. It's no, so it's laid back and beautiful. This guy, Vance Patterson, called Piano Red. I think every large city with a black population had a, a Piano Red. Somebody red, right? Yeah, but he was supposed to be one of the best pianists in, in Birmingham after uh, um, Jabba Williams, according to uh, Big Chief Ellis, who huh. you know learned a little bit from him. But he only made these four sides with Volgan. And they're, they're all good, but this one is just a masterpiece. Oh, we've got time for one more. All right. This is the other guitar, the only other guitar accompaniment that she did. And who is this on guitar now? This is also... This is Roland. This time Roland has the lead, and I think Campbell has the backup. Before it was Campbell had the lead, and Roland was doing backup. Bob Campbell's another great underrated guy, right? Mm, he's pretty underrated. Yeah, he did some good stuff. He Who's did that? Starvation Farm and Worried All the Time, which are much better than Dice Blues. Hmm. Although Dice Blues is good, too. I wouldn't kick it out of my bed. This is tired <laughs> as I can be. Yeah. I 
waked all the winter and I waked all the fall. I got to wait until spring to get my ashes hauled and now I'm tired, tired as I can be. And I'm going back home where these blues don't worry me. I'm a free-hearted woman, I let you spin my dough, and you never did win, you kept on asking for more, and now I'm tired, I ain't gonna do it no more, and when I leave you this time, you won't know where I go. You didn't come to Richards, and I took it there to play. Uh-oh. Nobody knew it. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. Did like, they like it? Yes, they liked it. They were all surprised. Thank God, because uh, that was Richard was kind of bad mouthing these ARC Lucille Bogan. Well, he brought did. it up the other day. No, he. he I mean, I'm sure that I, I know, I've heard a couple that aren't that exciting, but no, everything you played here is like well, I, I picked and choose. Outstanding. Yeah, no. Um, like I said, it depends on. There's a couple. There's some good Roland Jacksons, of which yep, Roland Bogans, scattered among all of them. Some that you, most of them are good. And although Richard says, "Well, that's a tr- formulated three, you know, back a little oh, that was a formulated twelve-bar blues," it didn't bother him when he played uh, Atlanta Town, which was the arrangement was so different, but it was a Bar, bar blues. Yeah, it's kind of a silly thing to say. Yeah, I mean, it's all about the performance. It's I mean, performance. If you get down to it, everything is a formulated 12-bar blues. Well, not everything. No, that uh, <laughs> one before that was the 8-bar the eight, the eight blues. Was, uh, I'm being a little, yeah. I know, you're I'm being a little, but I, you know, I think... Everything comes from a 12-bar blues somewhere. Yeah. You could argue. Well, everything turned into a 12-bar blues Right, somewhere. right, that too. The music we're listening to goes both yeah. ways. But, you know, I mean... You could say all oh, Charlie Patton is just a yeah, it's just a formulated twelve bar blues. Well, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. No. 
But I, mean, I, I agree with you. The and basics, I, you mean I didn't want to argue with you. I'm saying they're all like. The basis I mean, of the song. I mean, even though he's saying no, I mean, the, the fact is, is that other than like Shake It, Break It, almost everything Charlie Patton plays is a 1 4 5 12 bar blues, except when he's playing an 8 bar. And then yeah. a couple other things that he does. Like some but, of the I mean, that's a ridiculous way to oversimplify Charlie Patton, one of the greatest, you know, performers and guitar players of all time. I'm just saying, you know. I know. You I could say that about just about anything if you wanted to I know. You break wanted it to down that far. Yeah, but but the, the point is, like, what we're listening to right here is just unbelievably powerful performances. Yeah, no, no. I, I, great. Well, I, I love just listening to him back and back to hear the different piano players because they're all so different. They are. They all accompany her so different. That one was great. I mean, they're all great, but that one was... Well, that one. was two guitars. But that, that too, the two guitars. I mean, that song. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was I good. like the guitar stuff better. Maybe. Um, really? You like the guitar stuff sort of, better? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, just because we know... That. I don't know. I I think in these cases the guitars were you know up up to it so it was yeah. very comparable but normally I, I think the great piano players in these these kind of tunes yeah, are Charles Charles Avery is a great piano player Davenport can be a great piano player so Davenport be. puts in some kind of mediocre performances yeah he does he does that a lot because he get get away with it but that Vance Patterson piece is one of the most beautiful piano pieces. You know, and Alex Cheney, who on Sweet Petunia, that's pretty good, even though it's, you know, Paramount, and you can't really hear everything he's doing. Well, the weird thing about that one was, like, he was doing all these, like, voicings that almost sounded, you know, like what became modern jazz in a weird way. You well, know, some of these guys were better than you would think. Yeah, I mean, he was he was playing, like, these little triad things, and it started reminding me of, like, when I was a kid listening to, like, Bill Evans or somebody. You know, he's hitting one chord, and then he's... You know, doing these beautiful little overlaid triadic kind of movements. I was like, oh my God, this yeah. guy's so good. I know. There's always surprises. There's always surprises. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably going to do it for now. Uh, maybe All right. next time we'll do Kansas Joe. Oh, that would be, Joe that'd be phenomenal, huh? As for the audience, so long for a while. We love That's you. That's all the songs for a while. We love you. We love you, audience. Thanks for tuning in to John's old-time radio show. Ooh, that was nice. Please join us next time, where John will chastise you, call you stupid, and say fuck off. Thank you and good night. <laughs> well, That's great. I'm going to use that in every what? show. Every show is going to end That's with that from now on.
Get you at that house of mine. 